Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to say just a few things, and then we're going to move and, uh, and praise and pray and go home. It's just to conclude with fasting. Hallelujah. It's just to conclude the fasting. Tonight, it's a gathering to just conclude the fasting. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are good. You are a good God. I'm going to talk about free from guilt, condemnation. Hallelujah. Free from guilt and condemnation. And I want you to listen. It won't take too long. But I want you to be listening to what I'm going to say. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Many Christians are powerless today because of the guilt, condemnation, and sin conscience. And I told you that this year my mission is to set you free. Yes. It's to set you free because there's a gospel that put people into bondage. And that gospel has been overpreached over the years, but the foundation of that gospel is not right. It's self-righteousness. You understand? It's easy for a preacher to tell you that you are not right. But himself. Hallelujah. So the gospel of guilt and condemnation has been overpreached. And I believe that the, 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 the body of Christ must come to realize that that the gospel is not about condemnation, but the gospel is about hope. If there is no hope in the gospel, there is no gospel. Hallelujah. If after I fail to preach, you feel like I want to throw you to hell, it's not gospel. It's my own gospel. It's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. So this makes Christians powerless. They are so aware of their weaknesses. They are so aware of their failures. They have reduced Christianity into our good deeds. Hallelujah. Christianity has been reduced into moral values, good deeds, forgetting the mercy and grace. And you know, if you have to go into this year successful, you need to throw off the mindset of guilt and the consciousness of sin. Yes. 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 Look, when Adam and Eve sinned and God came to look for them, God never told them they were naked. They told God they were naked. God just asked, where are you? They say their condition, and God said, who told you about that condition? He said, who told you? Meaning, it's the awareness, the consciousness of a condition that reduced them to hide. The, the time, if you, if, you, if, you are, uh, if you study the Bible, you realize that there is a time that we call the time of innocence. The time of innocence was the time before the fall, and the time of consciousness started with the fall. And the reason why God told them, if you eat the fruit 
of knowledge of good and evil, you shall die, was the consciousness of sin that will be awakened in them. Yes. That consciousness of sin, that's what kills them. Hallelujah. So we need to come to a place where we understand that salvation is by faith. By grace through faith. Hallelujah. Let, let's, let's take our first scripture in the book of Ephesians chapter number 2, verse, nine, verse 8 to 9. Ephesians 2, 8 to 9. And, 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 and when I will round up, you will understand me better. Because some of you won't understand because you are so used to us telling you that you're going to hell that you don't understand this one. Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 9. He said, for by grace you have been saved. Remember, it's a past tense. It's not by grace you will be saved. It said by grace you have been. So you have been saved. It's a state. It's a, it's a state of being. You have been saved. And he said, and uh, by grace you have been faith, saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. Say salvation is a gift. It's a gift of God, not of works. It's a list anyone should boast. So, so your salvation is not out of works. Your salvation is out of faith. Hallelujah. Say my salvation is out of faith. You see, I believe in a God that justifies the ungodly. I don't know about you. But I believe in a God that justifies the ungodly. Do you understand the power of this? The ungodly has been justified. I don't know if you catch what God is saying. Let's read it in the scripture so that you may understand. In the book of Romans chapter number 4, verse 4 to 5. Romans 4, 4 to 5. Romans 4, 4 to 5. Let's go quickly. Thank you, Jesus. He said, now to him who works... The wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. But to him who does not work but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. I don't know about you. I believe in the God that justifies the ungodly. I say I believe in the God that justifies the ungodly. Ah, and the process of justification is not a process in which God has turned you into something. It's a process in which he declares you. Yes, yes. Listen, listen. Religion will come for behavior modification. Christianity comes for heart transformation. So Jesus is not into behavior modification. He's into heart transformation. So when you come to him, the first thing he does is that he gives you a new heart. Uh, you know, people go around with a, with a consciousness of guilt. The guilt that they committed many years ago. 
Have you realized that Christians are still confessing? Christians are, Christian are funny. They confess sin that they didn't do. You can hear in their song, a thief like me, when did you steal? When did you steal? You see, you should confess what you did, not what you didn't do. When you tell people, let's repent, the first thing, Father, I'm a liar. Who told you you are a liar? Unless you are a liar. It has become like something that you just pop up. You just say things. You, you say things to yourself that you never did. Lord, you know I'm an adulteress. When? Hallelujah. Because people don't understand. They don't understand. I don't understand. Bible says that, 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 that people don't understand, so they stagger in darkness. He say, you are God, but you die like mere men because of lack of understanding. And we are keeping people babies. We are not letting them grow. The reason why the church looks the way it looks is because the church has not been preached the gospel that will lead them to sonship. They have been preaching gospel that keeps them on the pews and, and, and tell them that you are nothing, you have not gone anywhere, you are still... That's the gospel you hear every Sunday. You don't hear the gospel that sets you free. Hallelujah. I say the gospel that sets you free. People think the blood of the lamb, the blood of Jesus is like soap. Yes, they think so. Because with soap, you wash today, tomorrow you are dirty. Yes. So, so they think blood is soap. No, the blood of the lamb is not soap. I'll show you scriptures now that will tell you how it sanctifies you. Hallelujah. We are still living like an Old Testament people. People have that habit. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing confess your sin. You are sleeping. You are so aware of your sin that even in your dream you sin. So when you wake up in the morning, instead of thanking the Father, Father, I'm so sorry. I overslept. Oh, Lord, forgive my sin. You were tired. You overslept. It's, it's not. It's a function of the body. Come on. Come on. Come on. Do you know that your prayer time, God didn't set it. You set it. Oh, you can come and say the Holy Ghost told me, but you said it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So you said it and you can't keep up with it and you feel guilty. Yeah. Why don't you set it at a time where you can keep up with it? Yeah. I'm a late sleeper, so it's easy for me to pray at night. But I'm not an early bird. So, they say, David say early in the morning. My early in the morning is midnight. Yes, I'm not David. Yes, I am moved by the spirits. Yes, Some of you, you are praying, you found yourself sleeping with your Bible on your chest. What is that nonsense? Yes, 
My God is good. Hallelujah. Listen. God knows that as Christians, there would come times where we will fall into sin. But when we fall into sin, we need to understand that we can repent and confess it. I will show you a scripture. Let's go to 1 John. Put it on the PowerPoint. 1 John chapter number 2 verse 1. 1 John chapter number 2 verse 1. He said, my little children, this thing I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sin, we have an advocate. Oh, come on, come on. There is an advocate. I say there is an advocate. There is an advocate. I say there is an advocate. The advocate, Jesus, is there. He said, if, he didn't say when. It means you don't do that in habits. He said, if ever you fall into it, you have an advocate. It means you don't lie there. And people say, if you don't cry, it means you haven't repented. Oh, I don't understand that one. We are, we are somewhere and we, 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 we say, let's cry. <laughs> hey, I didn't plan to cry. No, they asked me to cry. They said, let's cry before God. How can I cry if I'm not led to cry? Then you see religion. <laughs> and then they cry, comedians. You, you can do soapies. They can hire you to do soapies. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Now, there are people who walk in guilt, even who walk in guilt even after they have clear, clearly come to repentance. After they have clearly confessed, but also there are people that make you feel that way. Hallelujah. I told you the blood of Jesus is not like soap. It washes you. Let's read 1 John chapter number 1 verse 7. 1 John 1 7. Hallelujah. Let's go quickly. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, let's go, his son cleanses us from all sin. Hallelujah. If we walk in the light, as we are in the light, his blood cleanses us. It's a, it's a present continuous tense. He does not, people think they can stop, they can step out of the blood. Oh, you are so strong. His blood cleanses us. So instead of being guilt conscious, you must be grace conscious that God cleanses me, that the grace of the Lord sanctifies me, that when I'm going, people say, you can't cast out that devil. He's so powerful. You are a sinner. Who told you so? Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus. Let's go to Hebrews chapter number 10. I want to run through this quickly. Hebrews chapter number 10. I want you to read from verse 10 to 16. Let's go quickly. Hebrews 10, 
10 to 16. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He said, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, say the Lord. I will put my law in their heart and in their mind I will write them. Then he adds, their sins and their lawlessness did I will remember no more. Is that in your Bible? Let's go. He said, now, where there is remission of sin, there is no longer an offering for sin. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. So it's not about my abilities anymore. It's about the blood of Jesus. Listen, people don't understand the virtue in the blood of Jesus. The blood is powerful. So I'm not going into the holies of holies with my own goodness. I go with the blood. I say I go with the blood. Look at a woman like Rahab. Rahab was saved without doing anything. She just believed in the God of the Hebrew and hide the, the spies and she was saved. So, so people, I just want you to know that the power in the blood we talk about is not just to cast out devils. The power in the blood is for you to enter the holies of holies every day. I say the power of the blood is for you to enter the holies of holies every day. So when you go before God, don't go with guilt. You go with a clear conscience because you've been sanctified by the blood of Jesus. You are not going there with a guilt conscience. You're going there because you are so, you are so blessed. You are washed by the blood. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus has sanctified you. The blood of Jesus has cleansed you from all sins. Jesus, the Lamb of God. Have you noticed they say the Lamb of God? How many people know that Jesus is the Lamb of God? Okay. Do you understand it's not your Lamb? No, Jesus is not your Lamb. The Bible says he's the Lamb. Did they say he's the Lamb for us? No, he's the Lamb of God. Now, can I tell you that, that according to God, the sinner is the one that brings the Lamb. Read, you read your, your, your Bible. The one that sins, bring the lamb. But you say Jesus is the lamb of... So God is bringing the lamb. Ah. Hey, hey, hey. What does that tell you? God bringing the lamb, it means God has substituted himself to you. So he took your place. So he has to bring a lamb to himself. Doubt how righteous he is. Jesus, the Lamb of God. <sighs> so Jesus, God removed the sun and put it on his own lamb. And he himself came with his own lamb. The Lamb of God. That if you don't know that God loves you, this revelation again, it only can turn your heart around. Because a sinner brings the lamb not the righteous. And they say, John says, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. 
This is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Can I give you a revelation? Sin has been dealt with. The sin of the world, not just your sin. The sins of the world have been dealt with. The reason why they are still there is because they don't know it has been dealt with. Jesus didn't deal with sin of Christian. No. He dealt with sins of the world. But you, you, you are not the one that he dealt with your sins. You know why? Because you, are, you died. If any man is in Christ, he is a new. So, the word he used means that he has never existed. So, the you that was redeemed died. The you that is sitting here is a new creation. Therefore, your past cannot reach you anymore because you died to your sins. So, when I'm giving my testimony, I must bear in mind, I must say like Paul, I know a man. You are talking about yourself as if you were, it was you. No, the one that sinned died. He was buried with Christ. You know the scripture. And now he rose into a new man. Therefore, the testimony is not about you. It's about the one that died. So Paul said, I know a man. Hallelujah. Say, I know a person that once was a sinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if you know yourself as a sinner, you carry the guilt. Yes. Yes. And don't come with Paul say, I am the greatest sinner. You need to understand that revelation is progressive. Yes. Yes. People think Paul understood everything he said. Peter said there are some things that are difficult to understand. Paul even wrote them, but they are difficult to understand. The, the, the concepts of a new meaning, of a new creation, is different from what you understand. Because if you were, if you were the same, that sin, the, Satan can come to you and accuse you. But because you are not the same, let me give you something. The reason why we know we are not the same is because we rose with Jesus. And when Jesus rose from the dead, the disciples didn't know him. His best friend Mary didn't know him. Mary thought it was a gardener. And he had to say to Mary, it's I. So it means the one that was buried was not the one that came into the garden. He rose into a new man. The Bible said by the resurrection, he was declared son of God. Hi. 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 Say hi. Oh, read your Bible. It will help you a great deal. Hallelujah. The mercies of God are new every morning. Every morning when you wake up, yesterday is dead. Today is a new day. If you did something yesterday, then you prayed and you confessed before you sleep. When you wake up, wake up as a man that has never done that. Because today is a new day. He said his mercies are new every morning. So he made sure he created mercy each morning. So that the mercies, if the Bible says, through his mercy we are not consumed. 
So I, yesterday, I was offended. But when I wake up tomorrow, today, who told me I should still be offended? Because I slept that thing away. Today, I can wake up in the morning and say, blessed be the name of the Lord. I receive new mercies to go on again. I receive new mercies. Say, I receive new mercies. His mercies are new every morning. So when you wake up tomorrow morning, remind, remind yourself of that. Ooh. But shall we continue to sin because we are free? No. The Apostle Paul says in the book of Romans chapter number 6, he says, by no means, how can we who die to sin any longer live in it? It means that you are dead to sin. I say you are dead to sin. Amen. The new creation is dead to sin. It means that you must use the revelation of the authority in you not to respond to the appeals of sin. You see, sin can come, but who say you must respond to it? Because God has redeemed you from the power of sin. I say he has broken the power of sin. Therefore, when sin comes, you have authority to say no. And if you think that you can say no, it's a lack of knowledge also. Because you've been in power, the Holy Ghost dwells in you. You have a tabernacle of the Holy Ghost. Divinity is at home in you. So you can say no to the works of the flesh and to sin. Yes. You can smile at his face and say, not here. When he pops us in your cell phone screen, you say, delete, not here. This cell phone is a, is, a, is a cell phone sanctified by the Spirit. Therefore, you can't pop up whatever you want here. I am washed and cleansed by the blood of, this, of the Lamb. That's how you live. Now, the last thing I want to touch on before I go is this. Do you know that a Christian cannot be cursed? Ah, uh, a Christian can't be cursed. If you are cursed, if you are cursed, it's because you are ignorant. Curse only works on those who are ignorant. But for those who know like us, it can't work. Yeah, it can't work. No, no, it can't work. I refuse. I say I refuse. You know, I was born in a family where people suffer from that sugar. How do you call that sugar thing? Diabetes. Diabetes. People suffer from this diabetes thing. And few years ago, the enemy knocked at my door. I could feel something was not right. I would wake up in the morning and I'll, my head would go on like this. And I phoned my brother. I said, how did your start? He said, when I wake up in the morning, the ceiling is turning. I said, oh, this is an opportunity, but I refuse to take it. I went for a blood test. I went with Leon. And the lady told me, you must, very, you must be careful. Because I can see this thing in your blood. I said, not my blood. No, my blood is infused with the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes, yes, yes. I said, if they, they want to be all suffer from diabetes, I'm not one of them. I'm plugged into the genealogy of Christ. Hallelujah. I've been removed from the earthly from the Adamic seed, and I've been plugged into the Christ seed. Therefore, whatever affects them, does not affect me. No, it's not possible. I say, say it's not possible. No, it can't happen. It can't happen. Then my other brother called me. He said, I went to the hospital. I've been diagnosed with. I said, what? So let's pray. 
You know him, Clement. We scribbled on that thing. And that was it. When he went back to the doctor, I said, oh, he disappeared from your blood. So yeah, we shout it out. We shout it out. Oh no, if you don't understand, you will either. No, you, you will suffer. Because you don't know. You pull your blanket on your head. In a way that when I do, I'm not well, my wife does not know. A few days later, I will tell her, you know, last time I was not well. And say, I could see, but why don't you tell me? I say, what must I tell? <laughs> Listen, opportunity will come. Don't take it. <laughs> say, I don't take the opportunity. In the name of Jesus, I refuse that opportunity. Yes. In our family, we don't, can't give birth and you are born. I don't, this doesn't make sense to me. People are barren in my family, but you are born. So you that are talking, how did you manage to come here if they are barren? How did you appear here? It means somewhere, somehow, somebody broke the rule. Hallelujah. No, my family, they don't get married, but yet you are born from a marriage. I don't, I don't know what you are thinking. I say, I don't know what you are thinking. Now, I want to end with this, and this is what I'm looking for. The reason why you can't sin. Let's read Numbers chapter number 23, verse 7 to 8, quickly. Numbers 23, verse 7 to 8. Even if I don't pray for you tonight, you can jump and go home and say, and say listen, I have come back. Uh -huh, I have come back in the name of Jesus. I have come in the power of the Holy Ghost. Let's go. They say, and he took up his oracle and said, Balak, the king of Moab, has brought me from Aram. From the mountain of the east, come, curse Jacob for me. Let's go. And come, denounce Israel. Are we finished with verse 8? Okay. And how shall I curse? You that think you are under a curse. He said, how can I curse? Did God curse you? No. So how can somebody curse you? He said, how can I curse? Whom God has not cursed. And how shall I denounce? Whom God has not denounced. Let's go on. No, let's, let, let's stop there. And I'm giving you another one. From verse, I want to check. From the verse where we was read. From verse 19 to 21. 19 to 21. Remember, how can I curse whom God has not cursed? How can I denounce whom God has not denounced? So the next time a witch wants to curse you, say, don't waste your time. I, I went to Brantford many years ago, and I was in a crusade, and I called I, I call the witches to stand up. So I went there, and I said, all the witches in the room, stand up. And then no one wants to respond to my altar call. 
I said, but I know you are here. Why don't you want to respond? So I said, oh, everybody stand up. And I said, Father, release your fire in this room. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. There were like four witches or whatever collapsed under the power of God. And they were lying like this. I said, hey, when I, you could have made it easier by coming. <laughs> it was easy. But now you have to hit your head. And then there was an old lady that stood up. And she was speaking. She was speaking in Sutu. And I didn't understand. So I said, Mama, sit down. This face, do you know it? You can't curse it. So don't waste your time. Sit down. Sat down because she said, why did I say ancestors are not from God? That you can't worship ancestors. She was very angry with me. And, 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 and by God's grace, I'm still alive. Let's go. Let's, let's read now. He said, God is not, let's read it together. God is not that he should, nor that he should repent. Let's go, verse 20. Oh, as he said, and will not do. Or oh, as he spoken, and will not make it good. Let's go to it. Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot can reverse what God has done. Woo. Let's carry on. He said, observe iniquity in Jacob, nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. Now the verse that I like. The Lord is God is with them. And they shout. I don't think you catch this one. He said the shout of a king is among them. It means when the people are walking, God is shouting blessing over them. Ah, so a man cannot use his mouth to curse them because there's a shout in their midst. He said the shout of a king is among them. How can you curse people like that? Where the king is shouting victory over them. You see, when the army of Israel was going, the shout of a king was going before them. That's why they beat everybody that opposes them. I want to tell you something. Now, the shout of a king is not just with you. It's inside of you. You don't understand. You don't understand this thing. Go to Colossians chapter number 4, chapter number 1, verse 27. Go to Colossians 1, 27. Colossians. What does it say? It says, Colossians 1, 27. To them God will to make known what are the rich, riches of the glory of, his, of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The lion of Judah is shouting from within you from now on. Listen, there's a shout inside of you. The shout of a king is inside of you. You are not moving alone. You are moving the shout of a king inside of you. The lion of Judah, the, 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 the great I am, is screaming from within you. Who is who to curse you? The shout of a king is among them. Ah, say the shout of a king is in me. Now, if the shout of a king is in you, then there is no man on earth. Hallelujah. I say there is no man on earth. The lion of Judah is roaring from within you. The ancient of days is roaring from within you. 
who is who to say something that will work on you. You say, God is not a man. I say, God is not a man. So from now, get away with your idea of somebody curse me. Or get away. It's not, it's, not, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. It's a, it's a weak Christianity. Yes. If they could curse somebody, the apostle Paul wouldn't carry on. All the apostles of Jesus, even Jesus himself, would have been cursed. I would say curse is the one that hang on the tree. He was he hang on the tree so that you may inherit the blessing, so that the blessing may come on the gentile, the inheritance of the spirit, the gentile may receive it. So tonight I want to tell you that walk away from guilt. Receive a shout of a king inside of you. Hallelujah. I say receive a shout of a king inside of you. And you will see, you will be able to say, like the book of Hebrew, Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. And that's your portion. You, you worship the ancient of days, the lion of Judah. I don't know how Christians take themselves like nonsense. You know, you can be a gatekeeper, but the spirit in you is not the spirit of a gatekeeper. Ah, yes. Don't confine yourself to your work. Because the spirit in you is greater than that work. So, so when they say, well, I'm a teacher. You are a teacher by profession. But your spirit, ah, they say there is a spirit in man. There is a spirit in man. It's a candle of God. The spirit of God is in you. Now you behave like a teacher. You behave like, you behave like work, a nurse, a doctor. I'm a doctor. You behave like a doctor. Shame on you. Because that behavior is the one that is going to bind you. Because the knowledge of doctor is not carried into eternity. But there is a spirit in man. There is a spirit in man. Therefore, when I walk now, I'm not walking as a teacher. I'm a prophet. I'm a pastor. That is nonsense. You don't walk like that. You walk as a son of the Most High God. Yes. 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 Because being a pastor, being a prophet, being all this will cease. But there is something that does not cease. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. There is something that does not cease. I say there is something that does not cease. The Spirit of God in you. I got the Holy Ghost. I have the Holy Ghost. I have the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost is within me. Hey, I refuse. I refuse to be a mere man. I have the spirit within me. I have the spirit. I don't have the spirit because I'm a prophet. No, no, no. Being a prophet is just a calling. It's a gift. But I have the spirit because I'm a child of God. You talk like a pastor. Nonsense. I talk as a son of the most high God. Yes. Because pastors can still cheat on their wives, but a son of God will not cheat on his wife. So that's your problem. Because you have limited yourself to a calling. I'm a pastor. I'm an apostle. Me, I'm an evangelist. What? The Bible says... The world is waiting for the revelation of the sons 
not the apostle, not the prophet, not the, of his sons. I, oh, oh, listen, you don't get what I'm saying. I say, you don't get what I'm saying. I say, the Holy Ghost. I say, the Holy Ghost. I say, the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost. Say, I've got the Holy Ghost. Boy, I've got, I've got the Holy Ghost. That's why they can pull you from your pew and you can heal a sick. Because it's not about a calling. It's about the spirit in you. I'm here to set you free. I say I'm here to give you hope again. That when you are done with the sin consciousness, you become a son. You have the consciousness of a son of God. You are a son. You are a son. And this, this is what the universe is waiting for. The revealing. I say the revealing of the sons of God. People that are, people say it's flu season. Like God calls it season flu season. That's why you catch flu. We are in flu season, you know. It's flu season. Ah, the Bible never said God created the flu season. So who turned it into a free season? That's what we must look for. We are preparing for the flu season. I say you will catch it. I am not preparing for any flu season because the atmosphere of eternity is around me. So I'm preparing for Christ to come. Yes, sir. I'm preparing for Jesus to come. I'm not preparing for flu to come. I'm not preparing for sickness to come. No. Say, so, you know, in this flu season, every year I get the flu. <laughs> Go on. One day it will get you. Get out of it. I say, get out of it. Say, every season the mercies of the Lord are new. Say, the mercies of God are new every morning. Say, I am a child of God. Say, I rejoice that I am a child of God. I am sanctified by the blood. There is power in this blood. There is power in this blood. There is power in the blood of Jesus that sets me free. You say what God says. You don't say what you men say. So if you are here and you are not born again, and you say, I want that life, lift up your hands. I say, listen, I want the grace. Please lift up your hands. Don't be shy. It's your time. Lift up your hand. Say, I'm here, and I want that grace. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. Thank you so much. Someone, thank you so much. You want that grace. You want that grace. Thank you so much. Stand up from where you are so that I can pray with you. Stand up quickly. Clap for them. So I can pray with you. Say, I want that grace. You say, I want that grace. I want that grace. This is eternal life. This is eternal life. He has come to set the captives free. I'm glad that I don't have to destroy the works of the devil because it has already destroyed. What I do, I go to collect the spoil. I will be in trouble if I have to go and destroy anything. But it's already destroyed. So my father has sent me to go and collect the spoil. So I have nothing to do but standing and collecting the spoil. The Bible says he has been revealed to destroy the works of Satan. 
not us, him. And then he dwells in us. So when I'm praying for the sick, I'm not just destroying work, I'm collecting. I'm putting people to what they were supposed to have. Because he ignores they are sitting with that thing. He collect them. Hallelujah. Congratulations, 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 congratulations. Lift up your hands, stand up, stand up and pray with me. Uh, say, say, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your sacrifice. Today, I come and I acknowledge that I have missed the mark. But thank God the gospel is preached. And I've heard it. I put my trust in God today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord. I believe in my heart that he was crucified for my, for my sin and he rose from the dead and is coming back. Thank you, Father, for washing me clean with the blood of Jesus. And give me your spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, I receive the Holy Ghost. 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 In the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, before you sit, do me another favor. No, don't sit. Lerato, go out. Go to my daughter there. She will just so that we can follow you up. Please go out to, to Lerato Stena. Please, guys, go out and give her your name. Please, ma'am, at the back there, come and give your name there. Quickly, can you continue to give a hand to the Lord for this meeting?